0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Horror Shed Podcast. I'm your beautiful but exhausted <laughs> co-host, Jared. Down below, we have the published celebrity, the man who's all over the place this weekend, Mr. South Jersey Jason.
1: How are you? I'm doing good. I'm I'm running on fumes right now. I've been up since 4:30 and you know, getting ready for this weekend. And uh I'm good, you know, and I'm happy that you said horror shed and not Halloween haunts. <laughs>
0: I just, dude, we got two more to make tonight. That's gonna be nineteenth and twentieth
1: videos for this season. You should like just put like a cue card up there for you, so you know, you know, you don't forget. I know. Oh, we did. I did fuck up though. If you look at our last video, it has
0: the Halloween Haunts intro. That shit had me dying. Was up when I was in the car. (laughs) That 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 video had a death curse. The power went out. It wouldn't mm-hmm. let me download it. It wouldn't let me pull the MP3. I thought we were fucked because you did such a good job with that video.
1: Yeah, thanks. A
0: ton of work. But luckily, it popped up. I was able to download it. We were able to make it a video. And then I fuck up the intro. So it had a death curse.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I know you're probably getting ready to watch the game tonight, right? Oh, uh, I'll be watching it
0: on the iPad as me and Terry record two more. I got to get yeah. in while we're here.
1: Yeah, they uh, went balls to the wall last night. Fucking right they better do it again tonight. Go Phillies. Yeah. yeah.
0: I got the t-shirt on. I got the mug going. It's all, all right.
1: right. Nice. Yeah, you know, um to get back to what you're saying earlier, I was interviewed last week by um uh northjersey.com, the Bergen Record, and thanks to Uh, Mike Rumsey, the manager of the Blairstown Diner, he gave the reporter my contact number and, you know, she called me last week and we did the interview and, um, you know, I hate that they put my age in there, but uh, at least they spelled my name right. (laughs) you should have gave him a wrong date bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah you know so that was really cool to see uh you know it was, it was a good, good article. article we'll uh yeah, we'll but...
0: put the link in this uh video for
1: you yeah it was really good so uh shout out to maddie for uh writing that nice article and uh my friend bj who he was watching a video last week bj crowder he's actually at camp nabibosco tonight and he's like they didn't really sell out for the overnight because they were doing discounted tickets uh because you know they weren't getting a lot of sales five cars total so like, how cool what? is that so yeah so he's he's he counted all, he sent me a message there's nine people for the overnight like how i'm cool shocked
0: you're that? here like i figured you would have just went up and slept there Fuck it. <laughs> i would have
1: you know but i don't got money for that it's yeah. like pretty serious money and plus they don't have showers there (laughs) yeah you got a busy day tomorrow yeah yeah guys we're
0: recording on friday i bet friday uh (laughs) thursday Thursday the 12th 12th. so tomorrow is an october friday the 13th
1: and the next one's not until 2028 so well next year's in september though that's good no 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 no. well yeah but october friday 13th september twenty,
0: september 13th is still halloween
1: (laughs) it's okay yeah um but yeah i'm gonna everything my car is packed with all my jason gear i just gotta pack my regular stuff um i just got a few more things that i have to do with the uh valve renewal stuff because i gotta get them written out and uh i'll be on the road probably 6 30 quarter to seven and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna it's first not thing too bad though that's no no nah, right. nah, it's my normal i'm going to work time <laughs> <laughs> so um you know an hour drive and uh i'll I just got to set up the shrine and uh I'll be in costume at nine and um I'll be there till two and uh yeah I'm excited to see the crowd because you know Spirit Halloween's gonna be there. They got a cool day of events planned out. Uh, they're doing Friday 13th trivia where you can win fifty dollars um cash, I believe. They're doing axe throwing all day. And if you enter... if it's
0: the axe throwing they have at the um grand opening don't get too excited because it's like styrofoam axes
1: oh well you know god forbid you can still have fun with it as jason though oh dude yeah (laughs) um so you can enter and then that goes on to like six seven o'clock at night and then whoever gets the highest point um, you will win a $150 gift card to Spirit. Like, how cool is that? You yeah, know, buy you a quarter I would, of
0: an animatronic. Sorry, Spirit. I would
1: use that. I would use that. I would use that on um, November 1st when everything's 50% off. <laughs> yeah. Well, they stopped it. Uh, not everything's 50% off anymore. Are you serious? Certain oh, things, shit. most is, but oh, some things are not. Okay. To our dismay. Yeah. So, and then, dude, I am stoked for tomorrow night, night of night of uh, and it, it's
0: special for me anytime I can go to Night of Terror because mm-hmm. that was my first holy shit haunt. It's not my first yeah. haunt by far. It's not my first dark ride by far. But you know, growing up in this stuff, there was kind of a pause because there wasn't a lot around me in Atlantic City. I right, didn't yeah. have a lot going on. So when I moved to Vinland, I was watching the travel channel and Night of Terror showed up. I'm like, holy oh, fuck, nice. what is that? I need to go. So I my I had a baby at the time. Cole was just born. So I called my ex's mom. I'm like, listen, I need you to take Cole Saturday. We're we're we gotta go to Malacca Hill. And I went and I was rehooked and re-established, and Night of Terror is always gonna have they could put on a horrible show. I'm still gonna enjoy my night at Night of Terror.
1: Nice. Uh yeah, so Night of Terror, um, you know, I'm gonna get there around quarter after six brian's going to show me around where i can walk he's going to have my banner hang up my hung up um which is cool you're going to be there we got a little uh skit interview that we're yeah. going to do <laughs> oh, that's all i said interview. i think it would be yeah. hilarious though oh absolutely right in front of the
0: night of terror banner we should do that that's what i told Oh, Brian. absolutely
1: yeah. yeah 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 um and then uh saturday yeah it's going to be a washout so but i'll be at kizzy's place are you local that day, or were you going that night? Saturday? Aren't you going to Axanaro? Yeah, but don't you have a haunt Saturday night? Yeah, but I could stop during it day. I know, but where? Where is it? Is it oh um, for
0: you? No, it's indoors. Oh, okay, good. I I yeah. I went indoors this. Okay. I might switch things. It's not last year's schedule because of the rain, so I kind of like. Pipping and popping.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah. So um, and then I was supposed to do a photo shoot last Sunday with Ashley, but we had to reschedule. So we're going to do that on the twenty first. Um, uh, have you watched <laughs> anything horror related or any horror news? Um.
0: <clears throat> no, but before we get into that, I need everyone watching that's in the Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area to check out off haunted forest it's very rare that i'm completely blown away by a haunt by walking in but i was there so check out that video at halloween haunts it's did you get
1: to watch it yet no not yet i'm gonna okay. do that tomorrow when i'm getting ready for work yeah so, check or, that shit out yeah um so i watched uh the new movie came out back in june the boogeyman okay yeah, by Stephen yeah king it wasn't bad um your typical it can attack you in the um the dark you know um i have to say that the actress that played the little the, the daughter the young daughter she was really good her her acting and her physical body acting was really good um the gore was pretty good too you know like when the woman got her head shot off you know <laughs> um but it was decent ending was yeah, but it's stephen king so i gotta give it a watch um i'm almost done watching 1987's the gate do you remember that one stephen Dorff? yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so that's on shutter and you can find it on tubi um i just watch it on shutter because i don't have to worry about the commercials and then uh, you know the I'm, i never saw the sequel so Maybe I i'm noticed. gonna i'm gonna say it was I, it was really bad from what i hear but figured you know i'll watch it tonight um and then that's horror related that's the only thing i watched but i got a lot of new cool stuff in the mail this week i got NECA, which i did not know until i was perusing target.com they put out uh the ultimate minor figure from my bloody valentine okay i don't even know i mean the only one they put out before was like a cloth one yeah so i got that um what else figure i got the i got the creature from black lagoon black and white uh bride of frankenstein black and white and frankenstein black and white movies um i got stephen king's the mist i know a lot of people don't like that but you know it's 4k couldn't pass it up rosemary's baby and i think that was it for like horror um horror news related miramax won the rights for the Halloween but for TV distribution as far as a series. And from what I hear, it's going to be based on Halloween 3. Okay. Yeah. So Amir Max had the rights to the movies for like part six, uh, The Curse, uh, it was The Curse, H2O, H2O uh, and uh, Resurrection. resurrection. Yeah. yeah, so we'll see. But um, I think A24... I mean they're producing um Oh Friday, naked
0: old ladies in the Friday the thirteenth series.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but apparently there might be some movie distributions. I don't know. There's a very confusing article, but I'm excited for the Halloween. The, you know, uh, especially for Halloween three. I can't see the Michael Myers TV show, but I can see definitely expanding on the universe of Halloween three. You know I guess it's so it's fucking
0: hard to do though because it was a very 80s movie. So I mean, it could
1: it could be a limited like a follow-up, no. you know, 40 years later, uh who knows, a relative wants to start off where the old man, you know, ended or whatever. But we'll see. Um and then also shout out to the team at his name was Jason. They just reached the 300,000 view mark. For oh, like, fantastic. Yeah. So that happened today. And also super, super shout out to my man, Jim Ingram of J3 Jason Costumes. He finally got to do this. He made Kane Hodder, a Jason Goes to Hell costume, and he's going to be wearing it this weekend at the uh, – The convention up in the Gettysburg area where Ozzy Osbourne's at oh yeah 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 because um he was supposed to do it last December and then things happened. he's like I'm not gonna have my name attached to that whatsoever and uh he waited some time and I helped him uh with the I helped give him some information on who to contact and uh Tom Devlin um who runs a monster museum out in Vegas, I think. I've I have okay. he was. Okay. He was making, I think, like the hoods and stuff for Kane Hodder and some of the costumes, but um, Jim did all of, I think, all of the clothing and like the gloves for Kane Hodder. So it's awesome. Like, yeah, Good job, really bro. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. The Tom Devlin Museum is kind of cool. I mean, it's really. That's short, what I hear. Yeah. But it's really it how he made all of it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like. When I went, he did have a room full of Freddy U's screen props, but he didn't own that. He was kind of like... Um,
1: it was like a consignment. Yeah. Like a consignment, yeah, like a consignment show. Yeah. yeah. But uh,
0: all the stuff inside he made, I mean, it's really cool. If you're in the oh. area, it's definitely worth the checkout. Nice, and he does run nice. a haunt during the haunt season in there. Oh, okay. Cool. Very
1: nice. Um, all right.
0: Congratulations to Halloween Haunts 365 for um, completely fucking blowing up everywhere.
1: Yeah, you had, like, what, 200 new followers or something?
0: 300 sure. more Facebook followers, yeah. oh, 100 more subs. We are up to 661 on the Haunt's YouTube channel. Ooh,
1: you're almost at 666. I know.
0: <laughs> and the, the Instagram, which was stuck at, like, 1,500 for, like, years, is now over 1,700.
1: Good for you. So... the job, you and Terry. Yeah,
0: Terry's been killing it with the networking.
1: And the stuff like that nice good job you guys well well deserved Um, all right um
0: horror i don't think i watched anything horror um i've been binging the league because i haven't been home Mm -hmm, you ever mm -hmm. see that no it's so funny the fancy football right yeah Yeah. i'm about done that um oh i did go
1: see um oh yeah you went to a movie i went and saw the exorcist yeah (laughs) um If it didn't have the title, The Exorcist, it'd just be another possession movie. Um, That's not good. No. Um, The title fits the theme of the movie um, because it's not just one religion. It's multiple religions. Um, Very slow paced. Very slow paced until, like, the girls start getting um, possessed, which, you know, it's, like, going on, like... Almost at the 40-minute mark, I think. Damn. You know? Yeah. But once they got possessed... Let me tell you, those girls did a great job. The makeup was fantastic. I'll I'll give them that. They did do... um, The the neck twist. Okay. But they did a spin and possessed one of the priests to do it. Mm, That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Um, I called the two things you know like this this is gonna happen this is gonna happen and i called it (laughs) um so it really could have ended at just this like halloween 2018 did so now
0: they're really gonna fuck it up with the next two (laughs) i'm shocked they haven't killed what's his name uh daniel gordon green or whatever his name is
1: and now, and now, like they want to take over the Friday Thirteenth franchise. Like they <laughs> want to <laughs> have a monopoly. They want to have a monopoly on all the major franchises. It's so shit. Know? Like Ugh. it's, and and people are like, and I can't believe that there are a Blumhouse groupies. Yeah, like they've done they've done a couple of good movies. They have, but they ruined the Halloween franchise. Yeah, they ruined it because and it uh, sucks
0: because the first one was hope. 2018 was a great movie. Minus the fake Loomis. They didn't have to do that character. Right. Yeah.
1: And you know, and they could have left it just as that. Yeah. I would have been, been cool. Been yeah. But
0: then Halloween but... Kills out comes out and they make a movie that makes more fucking sense if the entire catalog still existed, then it didn't. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. And then the, how whatever halloween ends was whatever how much fucking crack those two smoked when writing that
1: (laughs) and then we just had the halloween 45th and uh it looked like it was a huge thing you know my friend amy went Oh, did she yeah i think we should get her on and talk about that i mean she she had some incredible pictures and uh um she even got to meet a couple of the actors like she was at the airport and who was like waiting with her at like, the area was um, oh, who was it? It was one of the old OG guys. I'm not sure if it was Nick Hassel, Nick Hassel, or Dick Warlock. One of the t- that was Dick Warlock, you know, but it was Michael Myers in part two, yeah. Um, but yeah, she had some really, really good photos. That's awesome, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to get into? Let's our- do it.
0: We have a. We're gonna go over Ronald Clark O'Brien, uh, the Candyman, not Tony Todd,
1: not Tony Todd, we're but going to the other the, one, the original Candyman. Here is a
0: <laughs> news clipping for. Um, if I can find, I have there. It is all right. Here we go. This is a little news story about what had happened.
1: Most of today's testimony came from Jimmy
0: Bates, a close friend of the O'Brien family. Bates said that before Halloween, O'Brien asked if he could bring his children over to trick-or-treat with the Bates children on Halloween night. Both families ate dinner together, and then the fathers took the children trick-or-treating. Bates said O'Brien went to one house where no one appeared to be home, and after the children had scampered ahead to the next house, O'Brien came off the front porch carrying the pixie sticks. He gave the pixie sticks to the children and then later took them back and said he wanted to stop at his car for a moment. Bates said when O'Brien came back into the Bates' house, he returned the pixie sticks to the children. Later that night, Timothy O'Brien died from eating a poisoned pixie stick.
1: What? So what, the uh, witness? Uh, I wait Judges have been honored. Popes have been honored. We even have Georgie Girl and the Happy Hooker. But never once have we ever seen anything portraying the correctional officer in the light of a well-rounded, college-educated, clean-cut American. And yet he has one of the hardest jobs that there is.
0: Alright, thank you, TexasArchive.com. And now let's get into this piece of shit. (laughs) Ronald Clark O'Brien. There's a mugshot of him. Dickhead. And here's another mugshot of this dickhead. (laughs) Dickhead. So, like, all the fairy tales and urban wives' tales about mommy checking your candy after you came back from Mm trick-or-treating, this is why.
1: Yeah. And this
0: is the only documented case of it happening, and he did it to his own fucking kid.
1: Yep. Yep. Alright, so I'll get into it. Let's do it. (laughs) excuse me all right so ronald clark o'brien october 19th 1944 he's a fucking Libra too uh he lived from 1944 to march 31st 1984 nicknamed the candy man and the man who killed halloween was an american man convicted of killing his eight-year-old son timothy who was born on uh April 5th, 1966 and passed away October 31st, 1974 on Halloween, 1974 with a potassium cyanide laced pixie stick that was ostensibly collected during a trick-or-treating Trick-or-treat outing. O'Brien poisoned his son in order to claim life insurance money to ease his own financial troubles as he was $100,000 in debt. O'Brien also distributed poison candy to his daughter and three other children in an attempt to cover up his crime. However, neither his daughter nor the other children ate the poison candy. He was convicted of capital murder in June 1975 and sentenced to death. He was executed by lethal injection in March 1984. My bitch. All right. <clears throat> So, you know, you have no soul if you are going to kill your own child. I I, I don't know
0: how fucking people do that, man. Like, if I even have the thought of one of my kids even being hurt, I -hmm. start getting upset. So, like, I couldn't imagine doing it to your own kid.
1: How even when I watch movies and kids get hurt, I get upset. That
0: never bothered what? me until I had kids. Now I can't fucking do it. Like that scene I, oh, in rescue in Bogey- me. Like in, when he got hit by that car and rescue me. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it. I walk out of the fucking oh, room. In
1: the boogeyman, they open up and the monster kills the kid. Damn. You don't see the kid like the act, but you see the blood hit the hit the wow. You know, you know, and it's so taboo to have a kid guy in a movie you know and i remember the first movie hard movie i saw where a kid was killed was uh sleepy hollow yeah yeah all right so let's get in the background of this this dipshit o'brien lived with his wife diane in deer park texas with her son timothy and daughter elizabeth o'brien worked as an opt- optician at texas state optical and sharp motherfucker
0: <laughs> this was an optician mm-hmm For you guys that don't know, I've been an optical lab rat for the last 25 years, so I'm kind (laughs) of an optician. Terry's an optician.
1: He was was also a deacon at the Second Baptist Church, where he sang in the choir and ran a local bus program.
0: More points against organized religion.
1: I'm not saying it. He is. Yeah. Uh, So let's get into the death of his son. On October 31st, 1974, O'Brien took his two children trick-or-treating in a Pasadena, Texas neighborhood. O'Brien's neighbor and his two children accompanied them. After visiting a home where the occupant failed to answer the door, the children grew impatient and ran ahead to the next home, While O'Brien stayed behind him, he eventually caught up with the group and produced five 21 inch pixie sticks, which he would later claim he was given from the occupant of the house that had not answered the door. At the end of the evening, O'Brien gave each of his neighbors, two children, a pixie sticks and one each to Timothy and Elizabeth. Upon returning home, O'Brien gave the fifth pixie sticks to a 10. That's such a hard word to say. (laughs) Pixie sticks to a 10 year old boy whom he recognized from his church. Before bed, Timothy asked to eat some of the candy he collected, and according to Ronald, he chose the Pixie sticks. Timothy had trouble getting the powder candy out of the straw, so O'Brien helped him loosen the powder. After tasting the candy, Timothy complained that it tastes bitter. O'Brien then gave his son Kool-Aid to wash away the taste. Timothy immediately began to complain that his stomach hurt and ran to the bathroom where he began vomiting and convulsing. O'Brien later claimed he held Timothy while he was vomiting and the child went limp in his arms. Timothy O'Brien died on route to the hospital less than an hour after consuming the candy. So my question is, how did he get to pick the cyanide in there, you know? If I'm right, these are the big pixie sticks.
0: Okay. They were stapled shut. Oh, like they had okay. a tag at top and then it was stapled okay. shut. Gotcha. They weren't hermetically sealed like the yeah, little in, ones we know yeah, of. Yeah,
1: in the video that you showed, they had a pretty long box. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So Timothy's death from poison candy raised fear in the community. Numerous parents in Deer Park and the surrounding area turned in candy their children got from trick-or-treating to the police, fearing it was laced with poison. The police did not initially suspect O'Brien of any wrongdoing until Timothy's autopsy revealed that the pixie stick he had consumed was laced with a fatal dose of potassium cyanide. Four of the five pixie sticks O'Brien claimed to have received were recovered by authorities from the other children, none of whom had consumed the candy. The parents of the fifth child became hysterical when they could not locate the candy after being notified by the police. The parents rushed upstairs to find their son asleep holding the unconsumed candy. Oh. The, the boy had been unable to open the staples that sealed the wrapper shut. There you go. All five of the pixie sticks had been opened with the top two inches. Refilled with cyanide powder and resealed with a staple. According to a pathologist who tested the pixie sticks, the candy consumed by Timothy contained enough cyanide to kill two adults, while the other four candies contained enough to kill three to four adults.
0: So, Damn. not only, like, this shit eats away at your stomach. Mm-hmm. So, that kid was being tortured as he died. Yeah. These other kids they would have been throwing up blood instantly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this this is a good not that there's a good death but this isn't
1: this isn't a peaceful way to go like this right. kid
0: fuck you, you motherfucker
1: Yeah, o'brien initially told police that he could not remember which house he got the pixie sticks from police became suspicious because o'brien and his neighbor had only taken their children to homes on two streets because it had been raining Their suspicions increased after learning that none of the homes they visited had given out pixie sticks. After walking the neighborhood with police three times, O'Brien led them to the home where no one had answered the door. O'Brien claimed that he went back there before catching up with the group. He said the owner of the home did not turn the lights on, but did crack the door open and hand him five pixie sticks. He claimed to have only seen the man's arm, which he described as hairy. The home was owned by a man named Courtney Melvin. Melvin was an air traffic controller at William P. Hobby Airport and did not get home from work until 11 p.m. on Halloween night. Police ruled Melvin out as a suspect when over 200 people confirmed that he had been at work. As their investigation progressed, police learned that Ronald O'Brien was over $100,000, equivalent to $590,000 in 2022, in debt and had a history of being unable to hold a job. In the 10 years preceding the crime, O'Brien held 21 jobs. At the time of his arrest, he was suspected of the theft at his job at Texas State Optical and was close to being fired. His car was about to be repossessed. He had defaulted on several bank loans, and the family home had been foreclosed on. Police discovered that O'Brien had taken out life insurance policies on his children in the month preceding Timothy's death. In January 1974, he had taken out $10,000, equivalent to almost $60,000 in 2022, in life insurance policies on both of his children. One month before Timothy's death, O'Brien took out additional 20,000, equivalent to about 118,000 in 2022 policies on both children, despite the objections of his life insurance agency in the days preceding Timothy's death. O'Brien had taken out yet another $20,000 policy on each child. The various policies totaled approximately $60,000, equivalent to about 356000 in, in 2022. Which is so.
0: fucking... You're still not out of debt, asshole. Like, yeah. this wasn't fixing your fucking problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. even if I went to the darkest place and was like, well, oh, he's still forty grand," which in uh, here is still 118000 today. Mm-hmm. What
1: the fuck? Right, yeah. All right um o'brien's wife my bad uh, sorry o'brien's wife maintained that she did not know about the insurance policies on her children's lives police also learned that on the morning after timothy's death o'brien had called his insurance company to inquire about collecting the policies (laughs) he had taken out on his son after learning that o'brien had visited a chemical supply store in houston to buy cyanide shortly before halloween 1974 he left without purchasing anything after learning the smallest amount available to purchase was five pounds Police began to suspect that Ronald O'Brien had laced the candies with poison in an effort to kill his children to collect on their life insurance policies. They believed he gave the other children poison candy in an effort to cover up his crime. Police repeatedly questioned O'Brien, but he maintained his innocence. How can...
0: Now, I know you can't now, but how the fuck in the 70s did we think it was a good... Oh, you need five pounds of cyanide? Sure! Like... Who the fuck thought this was a good idea and how can any joe off the street right get you're an optician <laughs> you have no use for cyanide trust me i know <laughs> unless you're a fucking chemist
1: right <laughs> <sighs> all right trial and conviction although police never discovered when or where o'brien bought the poison he was arrested for timothy's murder on november 5th 1974. he was indicted on one count of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder O'Brien entered a plea of not guilty to all five counts. O'Brien's trial began in Houston on May 5, 1975. During the trial, a chemist who was acquainted with O'Brien testified that in summer of 1973, O'Brien contacted him asking about cyanide and how much would be fatal. A chemical supply salesman also testified that O'Brien had asked him how to purchase cyanide. Friends and co-workers testified that in the months before Timothy's death, O'Brien showed an unusual interest in cyanide and spoke about how much it would take to kill a person. O'Brien's sister-in-law and brother-in-law testified that on the day of Timothy's funeral, he spoke of using the money from Timothy's insurance policy to take a long vacation and buy other items. As well, his wife rejected the claim that Timothy chose the pixie sticks, stating that O'Brien had in fact forced him to choose the sticks. O'Brien continued to maintain his innocence. His defense mainly drew upon the decades-old urban legend concerning a mad poisoner who hands out candy, Halloween candy laced with poison, or needles, or candy apples with razor blades inserted. These stories have persisted despite the fact that there are no documented incidents of strangers poisoning Halloween candy. The case and subsequent trial garnered national attention, and the press dubbed O'Brien the Candy Man. On June third, nineteen seventy-five, a jury took forty-six minutes. Why to did it take O'Brien-
0: forty-six minutes? Should, right. You should have been like, all right, uh, hi, guys. Guilty? Let's get the fuck out of here.
1: So there was at least one jerk-off in yeah, there. Yeah, one was, asshole. Uh, well, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so it took him 46 minutes to find O'Brien guilty of capital murder and four counts of attempted murder. The jury took 71 minutes to sentence him to death by electrocution.
0: In, Tro- in Texas? You all carry <laughs> I guns. Know.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Shortly after he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce. She later remarried and her new husband adopted her daughter, Elizabeth. Execution. So at the time of at the time, men sentenced to death under Texas law were confined to the Ellis 1I unit near Huntsville, Texas. According to Reverend Carol Pickett, a former chaplain who worked for the Texas Department of Criminal Justice, O'Brien was shunned and despised by his fellow death row inmates for killing his child and was absolutely friendless. The inmates reportedly petitioned to hold an organized demonstration of O'Brien's execution date to express their hatred of him. O'Brien's first execution date was set for August 8, 1980. His attorney successfully petitioned for a stay of execution. A second date was scheduled for May 25th, 1982. That date was also postponed. Judge Michael McSpadden scheduled a third execution date for October 31st, 1982, the 8th anniversary of the crime. And he offered to personally drive O'Brien to the death chamber. It was to have been the first time Texas executed an inmate by lethal injection. The Supreme Court delayed the date yet again to give O'Brien a chance to pursue an appeal to seek a new trial. A fourth date was scheduled for March 31st, 1984. O'Brien's lawyer saw a forced day on the basis that lethal injection was a cruel and unusual punishment. But his tail his kid wasn't cruel and unusual. Yeah. What he went. Through.
0: How is it cruel and unusual? You fall asleep and then you die. I mean, right. like, it's the most humane way to do this. Yeah. Honestly, I would bludgeon you with a big fucking rock mm-hmm. until you were a mush. So yeah. there's my punishment.
1: Yeah. On March twenty eighth, a federal judge rejected the request. On March thirty fourth, nineteen eighty four, shortly after midnight, O'Brien was executed by lethal injection at the Huntsville unit. His last meal consisted of T bone steak, medium to well done. That
0: that explains it right there. This guy's a fucking freak.
1: Who the hell has it? Well done. (laughs) French fries and ketchup, whole kernel corn, sweet peas, lettuce, and tomato salad with egg and French dressing, iced tea, sweetener, and saltines, Boston cream pie, and rolls. Holy shit! O'Brien's like he needs all
0: that shit to finish chewing the. He's probably still chewing that steak.
1: (laughs) O'Brien's last words were what is about to transpire in a few moments is wrong. However, we as human beings do not make mistakes and errors. This execution is one of those wrongs, yet doesn't mean our whole system of justice is wrong. Therefore, I would forgive all who have taken part in any way in my death. Also, to anyone I have offended in any way during my 39 years, I pray and ask your forgiveness, just as I forgive anyone who offended me in any way. And I pray and ask God's forgiveness for all of us, respectively, as human beings. To my loved ones, I extend my undying love. To those close to me, know in your hearts, I love you one and all. God bless you all, and my God's bless best blessings be always yours. Ronald C. O'Brien, P.S. During my time here, I have, I have been treated well by all TDC personnel. During the execution, a crowd of 300 demonstrators gathered outside the prison, cheered while some yelled, trick-or-treat. Others showed anti-death penalty demonstrators, others showered anti-death penalty demonstrators with candy. Good. Fuck those people. (laughs) I know. Ronald O'Brien is buried in the Forest Park East Cemetery in Webster, Texas. Timothy is buried in Forest Park Lawndale Cemetery in Houston. There we go. Candyman. All right. Candyman. Yeah. um... Candyman. Candyman. (laughs) Candyman. (laughs) Yeah, that's a scumbag.
0: But it was very Halloween, it's a sad story, I wish the kid made it, but when you directly take cyanide, it's not likely. Yeah. Um. And then, till his dying day. I did nothing wrong. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't mm-hmm. gonna fix all your
1: problems, so, I mean. No. It's, and I- here's the thing, you killed your kid to get rid of your debt, but you're planning to go on long vacations and buy things? Fucking idiots. Uh-huh. Fucking idiots. I'm surrounded by idiots.
0: All right, so you got any Grind Your Gears or Get Off My Lawns that's happened recently? Because I fucking <laughs> um, got one.
1: Uh, All fan, no, not this week. Uh, No, but maybe next week. <laughs> oh, you know, okay. Okay, I do have one. I am so tired of people saying, where's the Friday the 13th TV show? Idiots, they're on strike. And I just read earlier today that the um uh the studios walked off and because they changed their negotiation to even less than what it was before so my question is how is saturday night live performing aren't there actors sag well i thought
0: the strike was over i kept the writers the
1: writer strike is over not the actors strike
0: but it was about the writers. This is how but this The all actors
1: join them in sol- solidarity. So the actors are getting more money now, though? No, 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 no. Well, no. Their biggest thing is the whole AI thing. Okay. Yeah, that, they don't want that, that, that needs to stop. Right. So the writers can go on writing now. Okay. But I just saw a commercial for Saturday Night Live because Pete Davidson's hosting. Yeah. Yeah. How are they acting if I they're sag? Know. I don't know. But uh, who the fuck is Ice Spice? Ice Spice? That's the musical guest. I'm like, who is... Oh, they were, I don't know. I'm so out okay. of the music loop. What, 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 uh, what do you got All right. So mine's
0: a funny uh, travel story. Okay. Okay, so I drove over 20 hours this week. And where were you, South Carolina? No, I was, I was Corning, New York, Connecticut, back to Corning, back hmm. to here. Um, yeah, I had 20 hours under my belt before Wednesday was over.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: so it's been a long week So yesterday I had to drive I drove halfway from Connecticut to Corning Because I couldn't do anymore So I'm in Schenectady, Schenectady, New York Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get up at 7 in the morning I'm half awake I'm going to the gas station to grab some coffee So I hit a roundabout And you know, you yield to cars in the roundabout Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. there's four Mm -hmm. cars coming around And the guy behind me lays on his horn. Mm. And I mean lays on it. So I'm like, "This, this motherfucker. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. I need this coffee. I need to get gas. I need to get these podcasts moving in the car. So I pull into the gas station. I notice he follows me. Oh, no. So I see him parked at the other end. So I back my car up and I park right next to him. I'm looking at him. He won't look over. Mm-hmm. So I get out of my car. I'm like, don't you want to go in the store? You were in such a fucking rush to get in the store. Aren't you coming in? I'm like, can I get you anything? He will <laughs> not fucking move. So I'm like, so did I do something wrong? And he's holding the wheel and he's shaking his head like this, just staring straight. So, so he
1: didn't follow you into like, follow you. No, he didn't the leave his fucking lot. car. No, no. I mean like when he was going into the parking lot, it wasn't intentional to follow you. He no, he would be going yeah, to the same store. Yeah yeah okay
0: so i'm like all right well i'm going in because i need to get my coffee so i come out he's still sitting there mm. so i'm like the asshole i am i sit on my passenger window i crack open my coffee I'm like you might want to get in there I mean, you were in such a hurry to get in here so i drank half my coffee just staring at him <laughs> dude would not look Oh my god! So I'm flipping out on this guy. Like, if I fucked up, honk at me. I don't care. But I literally couldn't do anything. And you know that being behind me because you see the cars. Mm -hmm. So this guy was just being a fucking prick. So I finally, I'm like, all right, you know, I got a three hour drive. and I got to fix this machine. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to go. So you can go into the store and stop in a little bitch. So this dude would not leave his wheel. So, I I pull out, and then I see his door open, so I stop, and his door shut. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) So, me being the asshole I am, I just just had a frustrating week. Mm -hmm. So, I pull to the other end of the parking lot, and I see his door open, so I quickly go into the next, because all the spots are in a row, like the front of Wawa. So, I pull into this spot, he shuts his door again. Like, wow, bro, you're the biggest tough guy I've ever seen, and then I just left. Like, dude. That's
1: too funny. There's
0: no need to fucking lay on your horn when there's nowhere. Like, if I'm falling asleep at the red light, beep (laughs) away. I will have no problem with it. I do it to people. That's fine. There's five cars coming around about I can't move. Yeah, And then the whole time I'm at this yield, he's on his horn. So that's my uh, grinds my gears of the... um, Oh, did you see Hunt Valley move to inner-city Baltimore, and it's like $40 oh a day God. parking?
1: People are fucking going. Just Aww. cancel the fucking thing. At that point, like... And the, the hotel rate right now, I'm looking at the prices on a normal just whatever. You don't get a fridge. You don't get a microwave. Internet's $10 a day. That's ridiculous. It, it's in. It's in Baltimore. And guess what? That's a shitty fucking part of town. It's not in the Inner Harbor?
0: It's by the Inner Harbor.
1: Oh, so it's not in the Inner Harbor. No, I think it's just outside from what I'm reading. I'll have to Google Maps it, but uh, y'all done fucked up. You know, and it's funny because everyone, like swears monster mania is like the end all be all convention you know i could give a rat's ass about monster mania they could have the rock there and i wouldn't go okay <laughs> i will never give that guy business again you know i don't care who says it they booted me they blocked me on their monster mania facebook account they booted me out of the monster mania uh, what? group page because i said hey it'd be nice maybe one day get another site other than cherry hill because he outgrown it
0: Oh, so everyone had their fucking fit. Yeah. That's why that's why I get kicked out of like all these talent pages. So,
1: you know, and it's it's an honest opinion. If you're gonna get And it's a fucking true opinion. You've outgrown it. You outgrew it ten years ago. Yeah. I am so happy that people are finally like saying something like I know like people like the convention being a hotel because it's a different feel. I don't care, you know. I want room.
0: That's what you need. Who gives a fuck if it's in a hotel? We have Uber. You don't need fucking to be in the hotel anymore. It's not 1973.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like, I like the Oaks PA. Like, I'm going, even though I despise the owner, I'm still going to give him my money because he announced Tom Atkins is going to be there from Halloween 3. Yeah. You know, and me and Dave love Halloween 3, so we're going to go. But... All these well, at least monster- you know
0: that's not going to the owner. That's going to go to Tom Atkins. So that's good. Gonna-
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these Dave well, Monstermania Dick Riders, you know, there's there's actually a dividing group. There's the ones who are diehard that go all the time. They're like, I ain't giving. I mean, you think about it. How much of a discount are you going to get on that hotel if you get booked there? You know, because there's only going to be so many blocks. Maybe ten percent. So- if that Yeah, so you're spending $300 for your hotel, $36 a day for parking, $35 for a ticket or more if you're going for the weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever you're going to spend. It's ridiculous. Like, you know, I that's why I like, you know, MJ Harcon. Uh, you know, it's just, it's it's not it's not on the same level, but you know, he has it at the Edison um Center, which is an Expo Center the showboat the way they redid the whole area is nice i don't have to (laughs) stay at the showboat i can stay in Absecan or galloway or something you know and it's only a 10 15 minute ride but um i'm i was just so happy when i saw that (laughs) yeah it's it's it's
0: whatever it's not my money i don't give a fuck i don't really know
1: but there'll be the idiots that will spend that much money and guess what they probably already have have.
0: they probably already have yeah And something's gonna happen. Someone's gonna get hurt. Because that is not... uh, Have you guys watched The Fucking Wire? Like, hello? (laughs) I
1: mean, I've only been to the Inner Harbor. I've never stepped outside of the Inner Harbor. Have you seen
0: the outside of the Inner Harbor? It's like a block away. It's the fucking ghetto.
1: Is it? There's a
0: haunt in there that I want to go to because it's all Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, I heard about that. But I'm
0: not walking foot where that is.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was even scared walking... Like I was still in the Inner Harbor, but I used to go there for a convention for work every two years, and we stayed at the Residence Inn or yeah. I forget right right across from the harbor, and there was this liquor store that was selling the Poe beer. I was kind of scared just walking there, <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I went into the I went into the 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 bookstore to go to the bathroom. Homeless people in there. One was pounding on the door for me to get out, like. Yep yeah so. you guys really hit that one a home run
0: speaking of home run i wonder if the phillies are winning no one's texting me
1: well they it. just started
0: i want right? seven runs in the first i want this game over with Dude,
1: i was i was i was watching i was eating dinner last night because we went out to dinner and they had the game on and it was um i think it was the eighth inning when the guy just went the bat home yeah. run yeah so i mean that was good i mean then you know, I'm not really into baseball, but I I, re- I respect the Phillies. Their fans are genuine, mm-hmm. nice people. Not like the Eagles fans. No, but, they're the yeah. same people, or jackass. Trust me. Yeah, but it's a different aura. <laughs> you go to a Phillies game; it's a different yeah, aura. It's a different Wisconsin. ground. Yeah, so I hope they go because you know it's Philly. It's the Philadelphia Phillies. That's right. So, all right, sir. Well, all right, um, brother.
0: So our next show will be our recap of your Friday the Thirteenth extravaganzas.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then um, we're going to do the episode of um, Trick or Treat for Halloween. Yep, yep. Not not the 1986 movie. Now the, the anthology, the amazing anthology. film created. Just yeah, for... and they just announced a sequel for that too. Not too long ago. And
0: you know, I only just watched that last year. It took Are you a while. Long... Yeah, it's really. Good. I slept on it. I fucked up. Just what like, was your
1: favorite story? Mine was the bus the bus story. I liked the vampires. Yeah, oh, the werewolves you mean? I thought they were vampires.
0: No, they were werewolves. You know, I watched it once. I don't remember. <laughs> the the chicks that turned on those dudes were in the werewolves. woods. Werewolves. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I like vampires better. So maybe I just remembered them as vampires. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, All yeah, right, yeah, so- they are werewolves. I remember now. Dude, it's been a long, long. Yeah, you're tired. I haven't stopped since September 9th. <laughs> All right, guys. But All we're right. going to get out of here. South Jersey Jason's got a ton of shit to do. I got a ton mm-hmm. of shit to do. We'll have more time soon. There's a special episode coming November 20th. We'll, we'll see what that is. But uh, this has been a Horror Shed Podcast. We will see you guys later.